Hey, folks, this is Opposing the Matrix. Hey, Brian. Hey, I made it. You made it. Goodness. I like uh, Brian to be on the left hand side. So, you know, yeah. Hey, there we go. There we go. Okay. Okay, folks, this is Opposing the Matrix. Uh, how are you doing tonight, folks? Uh, we're, it's been an interesting day. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. That's all I can say, you know. But um, anyway, uh, tonight we're going to talk about the increase of UFO sightings and why is that happening? Okay, I think we're going to come up with some answers tonight. I know we are, as a matter of fact. <laughs> yeah. I know we are. Um, but, um, yeah, it's uh, it's been a crazy day. It's been a crazy week. For you, Brian, too, or what? Yeah. Yeah, it's been. Mm-hmm. My goodness, I'll tell you. Oh, I got to do one more thing, Brian. I got to do that right there. There we go. That's more better. Okay. So, folks, uh, hey, Brian, I just wanted to look at some of the stuff on Drudge Report real quick, okay, before we get going. Um, man, there's a bunch of news out there that's that's incredible. Um, we won't touch on any of this tonight, but uh, let's see. Of course, you know, Texas is thinking about going um, going out on their own, seceding from the U.S. Yeah, I, tried, I think I sent that to Telegram the other day, mm-hmm. a couple yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Thank you for doing that, man. I didn't know that. I, I know that they were talking about it at one time, but they're really seriously talking about it now. Um, let's see. Biden commits more forces to Europe. Yeah, real smart when China's going to be the problem, right? I know, uh, right. <laughs> the guy, I don't know. I don't know whether he, he knows to, to wind his watch or, or wind his rear end or scratch his watch. Um, let's see. That might have been a poor taste. Sorry, folks. Um, let's see. Uh, environment. Oh, yeah. The Supreme Court uh, limited uh, the EPA in uh, their efforts to curb greenhouse, greenhouse gases. Uh, Brian, do you remember when we were younger how polluted things were? <laughs> uh, you're, you're muted, Brian. Um, I don't remember back that far, Dave. I'm not as old as you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, um, go ahead with the, green, the greenhouse gases. Yeah, you know, it's I, I can remember like back in New Jersey when I was a kid, a river caught on fire, for goodness sakes, you know, and, and, and the rivers were like, had that rainbow color in them because there was so much gas and oil in them yeah. and everything else. And now some of those rivers are some of the cleanest rivers on the East Coast. You know, even the Hudson, people are fishing in it again. Um, and the air is, you know, <laughs> what comes out of a tailpipe? I think it's, what is it? Nitrogen and, uh, and water, I think is what comes yeah. out of a tailpipe. Yeah. You know, since when are those p- polluting, <laughs> uh, factors? Um, I don't know. It's just it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I remember in the seventies, them talking about when I was in high school in the seventies, that in 10 years by the mid eighties, that the oceans were going to overflow the coastlines of the world. Yeah. And then I remember in the eighties that by the nineties and two thousands, the, you know, Antarctica and the icebergs were all going to melt. And the ocean was going to rise four to six mm-hmm. feet, which right. is impossible even, even if it did melt. Uh-huh. And so in the two thousands, I heard by 2015, 2020, that, um, you know, there'd be no more 
uh, farmland that there because there'd be no rain. There, uh, the oceans. It, oh, I've noticed over the forty years, it's always the oceans are going to rise. Right. But it, that's that's the main thing they've always pointed to is that the oceans are going to rise, and they never have. Mm-hmm. Uh, not anything significant enough to, you know, endanger us. Right. You know, and then, and you know, and they, it says, I think it's in Peter, they worship the people living in the last days, which are now, that they will worship the creation rather than the creator. Mm-hmm. You know, it says that. And then it's just, it's just, they don't want to look at the real, you know what's really happening? I mean, our weather has changed, definitely has but, changed. Mm-hmm. Um, is they don't talk about the sun. The sun has more effect on us than we have on our own planet. Uh-huh. You know, um, the solar flares, the position of the sun, um, you know, the sun has changed in the last thousand years. It's not the same as it was a thousand or five hundred years ago. Right. And so... Um, you can go online and look at this stuff, but the sun has more to do with our weather than man does. Exactly. You know, I tell you, if we get a solar flare, an X, an X style solar flare hit the United States, it's going to do more damage in a few seconds than a hundred thousand years of global warming will ever do. Yeah. Matter of fact, I read today in the book of Revelation in chapter um, 16, I think that the, or, the sun's going to scorch men with heat. Right. intense heat and burn them. Mm-hmm. So talk about global warming, but it has nothing to do with our weather pattern. It has everything to do with the sun right. and our orbit. And mm-hmm. and uh, I don't want to get all that, but I was just reading that today because everything's about the environment. Well, the very environment that they're talking about trying to save, they're actually doing more damage than anything natural is doing exactly. um, themselves. And then it's, it's, I think I was, I've been going through the book Revelation uh, lately, reading it and listening to it. And um, I think it's chapter four, fifth, 16 or 17 that God comes back to punish them, obviously for their sin and the rebellion and, and what's happening, right? Right. But he also comes back to punish them for damaging the earth. Right. There's he a small little verse in there, and it says he, re- he, he repays them for what they've done to the actual planet. Right, and it's not, and it's not talking global warming. He's talking about all this other stuff they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, um, well, I think the correct verbiage for Brian is God will destroy those who destroy the earth. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, destroy is a pretty powerful word. You know. It's, yeah. Anyway, go ahead. I just on a tangent. No, no, it's okay. Um, but I'm yeah. trying to stay awake. I'm tired. That's <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, remember the ozone layer. Oh, the ozone layer oh, yeah. is going to grow, and it's going to go away, and we're all going to get fried because there'd be nothing to protect us. Well, that's yield itself, you know. And, yeah. and you know, an ice age back in the '60s. Remember? Oh, there's oh, going to yeah, be an right. ice age. There's going to be mm-hmm. an ice age, and then all of a sudden, there's going to be you know, glaciers are all going to melt. Yeah. And, and the whole thing is, and, and I think it'll tie in what we're talking about tonight too, is that um, these scientists they 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 get endowments and grants from the government and those grants depend on them producing something that's usable, you know? And, yeah. uh, so they'll, they'll, they'll go right to the end when al- almost all the grant money is used and then they'll come out with something stupid, like, you know, global warming or whatever. And, um, and have all kinds of false evidence to produce it or to prove it in their, you know, in their eyes. And, um, then, uh, they'll, 
then all of a sudden, you know, they're out of money, so they have to come up with something new. Okay. Right. So that's why we've had an ice age and a global warming and the ozone layer and the whole nine yards, you know, because, you know, they got to get paid somehow and they get paid yeah. by loans and endowments. Yeah. And, uh, Oops, and they sorry, have to produce so much growling. That's okay. <laughs> Hold say on. Hi to, say hi to your puppy. <laughs> yeah, folks, it's been, uh, it's quite interesting watching over the years. Then there was a big tuna fish scare. You know, oh, the tuna fish has mercury in it. You can't eat it, you know, and then all of a sudden, well, you can have a can. Um, and then I'll be right back. This is the culprit right here. Oh, I see. I'll cute. be right back. Hi, baby. Um, yeah, so yeah, you couldn't eat tuna fish. And then eggs. Remember, oh, eggs give you cholesterol. They increase your cholesterol. Well, no, they don't. And and then they found out, well, you know, you can eat one egg a week, and then it was two or three eggs a week, and then it was five, and then you can eat all the eggs you want to, but be careful what you cook the eggs in because that's what's killing people. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, you know. I was fully right. expecting a whole oil thing to come in, you know, vegetable oil. And, and it, it did to some degree, but not not as like I expected. But um, So we're constantly bombarded with fake news and everything else. And now, um, now we're getting this whole UFO thing increase and um, – it's. I found a few articles, but you know, I, I want to share the time with you, Brian. So yeah, yeah, um, go, go for it. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. There was one article that says um, ex-FBI special agent warns UFO sightings will increase as part of the fake alien invasion program. So I don't know. I don't think it's going to be fake. There's a bunch of scenarios we could look at. You know, real quick. It's. You know, either the good aliens or the bad aliens are going to come, and then the good aliens are going to come to, to save us, and that would include the Antichrist, uh, mm-hmm. who I think is a human alien-human hybrid. But um, we'll see in time if that's true or not. But yeah, um, or um, or or they're not coming at all. Okay, that's another thing, and it's just a ruse to get people's attention off of other things. But uh, you know, this thing's been building up since well, time immemorial, actually. So uh, I don't think it's going to be a fake alien invasion. I think there's going to be something to it, but um, it could be that the uh, the bad guys come, and like I said, the Antichrist comes and saves us from the bad guys, and he looks like a good guy. You know, it's uh, – who knows? But um, let's see. In CNET, which is a, a computer network uh, site, which really surprised me that they had this in there, UFO sightings spiked dramatically during the coronavirus pandemic. Okay. In a fascinating report, the New York Times discovers that the UFO sightings in New York doubled in 2020. Well, yeah, that might be nice, but in 2017, they doubled back then. So, or yeah, so what was the reason? There was no coronavirus back then. So, you know, everything's the coronavirus, you know. <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, I'm trying to think of a, 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 a funny instance to say, but I can't. You know, it's, uh, you know, I woke up snoring. Oh, it was the coronavirus. You know, it's uh, or I got in an accident yesterday. Well, you know, it was the coronavirus. (laughs) It's like blaming everything on the coronavirus. You know, granted, it was a serious thing and uh, and and the shots are a lot worse. So if you want to blame it on anything, blame it on the shots. Okay, another article that kind of debunked the last one I just talked about. Uh, Why have UFO sightings more than doubled over the last two years? And that's that's a really long article, and you, you want to go into that. But um, anyway, but a lot of people are catching on to this, Brian. That the there's a lot more UFO sightings than uh, than ever. And you know, I mentioned 2017, or it was 2014 actually. Um, 
that they rose so dramatically. And um, so I happened to go and look up if anything happened to Israel, because usually these things happen before um, before there's a, uh, what do you call it, a flap, a UFO flap or, or large amount of sightings. And uh, 2014 was the year, basically, when, when these numbers doubled and even tripled. And um, so this is uh, the Jerusalem Post and, you know, things that happened in Israel in 2014. Kerry's peace push definitely fails. Everybody always meddles with Israel and the peace thing over there, you know, and it's just, but, you know, they wanted to, um, they really wanted to do something dramatic and um, involve other nations and the UN and the whole nine yards. And, you know, you're always not going to let that happen. And, you know, that's all there is to it. Uh, number nine, Palestinian arrest claims American lives. Okay. Um, number eight, U.S. Uh, United States scopes out Ar Israeli Arab alignment. Okay, so we're meddling in there again. Uh, let's see what we got here. Oh, there's Slow Joe. Um, uh, it's number seven, Israel Defense Minister is banned from the White House. He made a comment. Um, I'm trying to find it here. Uh, he made a comment about how, oh, yeah, how Kerry's uh, efforts were, <laughs> were messianic almost, you know. Uh, Yolan said privately that Kerry was obsessed with the peace process messianic in his ambitions and suggest that the region would be better off without his meddling. And because of that, this guy got banned from the White House. That was back when Obama was in office. Um, let's see what else. Washington brokers a historic gas deal between Israel and Jordan. Okay, so Israel's kind of making peace or peace is coming in, in different ways. I know with the Saudi Arabia and now Jordan and uh, there, she's, uh, Israel's striking out deals with all these people and and it's not having anything to do with the United States. So um, there's a black eye for the United States. Uh, Israel criticizes Pentagon for security failures in Iraq. Okay, so you can see that there's kind of a kind of a cold war going on between Israel and the United States. Um, let's see. Obama administration calls settlement activity incompatible with peace. Yeah, don't build on your own land because people might get mad at you. Um Let's see what else. Israel considers force and respond to global nuclear deal with Iran. So, yeah, there was a lot going on in 2014, obviously, you know, and, and we know that, or and maybe you, some of the listeners don't know that, but we know that uh, Israel is um, God's timetable, Yahweh's timetable, and, uh, and his calendar, you know, because everything focuses around them in the last days, especially. And, um, so we have to watch out what's going on there more than anything else, actually. But um, so it's it's interesting to see that uh, uh, the number of UFO things have gone. I and mean, we talked, I think it was when we were on last time. Did we talk about UFOs last time, Brian? Or you're muted. <laughs> I can't hear you. Sorry about it. Maybe a little bit, Dave. Sorry. Okay. No, no, it's okay. Um, so, yeah. So anyway... It's it, yeah. We were talking about um, I think it was um, how they always come around when when miracles of God are going on or when movements of God yeah. are going on or something happens with That's Israel. Right. That was last time. Mm -hmm. So if you want to see UFOs increase, watch what's going on in Israel because that's the reason why they're here. And um, you know, it's I was wondering, Brian, too. You know, maybe you know we were talking about that uh, the false. Um, oh, I just said it before. Uh, the false uh, alien invasion or the fake alien invasion. 
Um, but, uh, you know, worrying about our own government right now is, is the, uh, the prime thing because, you know, the governments of the world are out to kill the people of the world. And, uh, you know, we have more to worry about with them. I mean, of course, the UFO thing is, is very, very important because it plays into the end time theme. But um, at the same time, you know, it's uh, we got to keep our eyes focused on not just Israel and the UFOs, but um, about what the governments are trying to do to us. OK, because we know that the devil hates us because we're made in the image of Yahweh and um, and he loves us. Uh, he loved us more than the angels, actually. <laughs> Um, the, the angels that rebelled were never forgiven and they never will be forgiven. But because we're part of, we have sin nature and, and uh, that comes to us through Adam and Eve and what they did. It, um, you know, we have a, a problem with that. And, uh, and God was gracious enough to you know come down and die for us to forgive us of that. Um, anyway, so, uh, so maybe we can uh, branch out from there, Brian, what do you got? What do you got for us, Brian? Well, I've got, uh, let me get on my phone, in my phone here in a second, Dave, okay? Yeah. Hold on here. Uh, what do we do without our iPhones? Probably a lot more, get a lot more done. Oh, yeah, um, you're not kidding. <laughs> yeah. So, um, let's see. Well, we had a UFO sighting here a few days ago off the coast of oh. San Diego, about 150 miles from here, up in the ocean. Uh-huh. Uh, there was like... A, a, like a bank of lights and it lasted for a long time and see if I can find the article. So just bear with me. Okay. No, that's okay. I'm as high tech as you. Um, that exactly is the same area where, um, or those Tic Tac things were observed by the, uh, the Navy. Right. Uh, was off right. of the coast of California. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, hold on a second here. Um, it was off YouTube. So I had to go to the channel. That's okay, because, you know, we... Well, uh, here's one. It's okay. uh, from uh, Mr. MB333, that website on YouTube. Right. And woman described a tunnel or conduit buzzing with lights in the sky. If you go on Mr. Wow. Uh, Mr. Mr. MBB333 and you scroll down, you can look it up, and it's a, it looks like a tornado between clouds. It's like a tunnel between huh. clouds. And it doesn't look like a cloud. It looks like a structure between clouds. On his show, he described it almost like a portal. Right. And, yeah, and it's like, and this just happened, um, let me see here. When was this? This was 10 days ago. Oh, wow. This was 10 days ago. So um, I, I don't want to have to play the video. I can't do it. I'm just reading off the video on the highlights. Okay. Uh, I couldn't find the article. Um, hold on a second. There's another one really interesting. I can find it. Let's see. No, that's not it. One time here. Um, oh, yeah. Let me see here. Um, there was a craft in the sky, and it was in America here. I can't remember. It doesn't say exactly where it's at. It was, it was the triangle shape. And you right. can see it in the clouds. It was trying to hide in some clouds. This, oh. this happened about a week ago. Okay. And it was triangle-shaped black, and you can totally see it. And oh. on his show, he uses different uh, filters and filters out the, you know, the contrast and does this. But you totally can see it. Really? And uh, in the night sky, during a storm, in the clouds. Wow. So um, there's two. I have four down here. I'm not going to look for them. It's too hard. 
but there's been four sightings that I know of in the last 10 days, uh -huh. um, at least on his website and on others. So, you know, it's, it's you know, we talked about this last week, Dave. Um, nothing's by chance. Everything seems to be going down a certain path. You take exactly. our country and you take the coronavirus, starting with that, actually started before, but let's just take that. They took our freedoms away, got us used to being locked down, and tried to kill us with the vaccine, which they are killing people with it. Now that's mm -hmm. faded away. Right. Now you've got um, monkeypox, supposedly monkeypox, you know, coming. Right. Uh, coming near you somewhere. And then you've got um, the January 6th thing that they're trying to push really hard to get everybody off of what's going on with the economy. Right. I mean, I paid $115 to fill my car tonight. Jeez. I'm like, it's so 16 gallons. Let's uh -huh. do the math. It's almost seven bucks a gallon. Right. And so um, you got all that going on. And then you got Ukraine with Russia. Now, Russia, um, United States, and Europe are talking about bringing, is it, uh, I can't remember, two countries, Finland and That's Sweden. Uh, Sweden yeah. into the into the block of the European Union for protection. NATO, NATO. NATO yeah. Well, if that happens, Russia's already sending nuclear missiles to their border mm -hmm. of that of those countries. So it's just heating up. You know, it's just you got uh, then you got China and all this, and now you have the UFOs starting to appear more in uh -huh. broad daylight. Some of them. Yeah, and and they don't just sit there for a few seconds. They're there for hours in the sky. I've seen yeah. our, pictures, videos, two or three hours just sitting there in the middle of the day, mm -hmm. in these weird shapes. You know, some you know some like a cigar. Some the I think the triangle ones are ours. I think those belong to us. Right. But the others, um, just sitting in the sky. And I think some of them are, are orbs or just demons that are making shapes on purpose. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. All this is going on right now, and it's like I think, as we know, there's going to be a lie given that's going to be given for the disappearance of millions of believers, right? Which I think is really soon. And so mm -hmm. we already know what the lie is, and it's pretty obvious what the lie is going to be. I mean, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure it out, right? It's UFOs, you know. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think there's definitely UFOs out there that are man-made, and some um, are. Um, when you call it, um, you know, the Nephilim, the Nephilim hybrids, you know, sure. all that. So, because there's, there's too many, there's too many sightings now to deny it. There's, mm -hmm. and even the, the government's come out and talked about it. So, um, there was a guy that came to our church years ago, Chuck Missler, actually, real famous uh -huh. Bible speaker. Mm -hmm. And this was like 20 years ago. He said in the United States alone, this is 15 to 20 years ago, in the United States alone, there's over 1 million abductions by aliens right. in the United States. Mm -hmm. And so I read some articles today about this because it was very, very interesting. And is that some of them are legit. And he said when he taught this, he thinks at least 10%, there's 10% of the abductions they can't explain. Right. The other ones might just be fake, but 10% out of a million is 100,000 people were abducted mm -hmm. by something. Right. And he says they all have something in common. They all were, they were, most of, not all of them were experimented on physically. Right. Something physical happened to them. Mm -hmm. And the article I read today 
um, was pretty good. It's very in depth about this that they were the Nephilim were like they did during the time of Noah aren't just trying to breed with mankind. They're trying to change the DNA of mankind. Right. And, and it also, it happened and we've talked about this and it's on the same subject. Um, the tower of Babel, Nimrod. Mm -hmm. And you've actually brought this up that, um, the tower of Babel was actually a portal. Right. And it was actually a place that they picked probably from Nephilim that guided them, mm -hmm. um, either demonically or physically guided them to that spot to build, that there was a spot there in that plane that they were able in their minds to be able to reach into heaven, literally the ancient right. spot. They could literally reach into heaven. That's why Nimrod built that there. He even mm -hmm. says he wanted to be like God to reach into the heavens. Right. So um, those same Nephilim, those same beings that helped Nimrod are alive today because they don't die like people die. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they live a lot longer. They don't, if they're demonic, they, they live, well, we're going to live forever too, but they're not growing old like us. Right. And so those same beings are probably obviously alive today, here today, and they are working with humans on a physical level to build these crafts because we know they've, They've, they've got physical crafts that they found and they also on the spiritual level are manipulating time and matter to make people think they're seeing what they're seeing and they may be really seeing it but is it a physical object some of them I believe are not physical but they're physically you can see it because right. the demonic are making that appear into the sky mm -hmm. but there's also on the other side which we talked about there are physical craft that have been built from reverse technology. Right. And and what's happening more and more is the Antichrist has his plan and our Yeshua has, we have our plan. Our right. plan obviously is to eventually be with the Lord, be in heaven. But before that happens, the Antichrist is going to show up. Right. So he mocks everything God does. He he's, there's, he's not even original on anything. Satan can't think of an original thought. Mm -hmm. And so he's using these UFOs to bring the lions. So when the Antichrist comes in, he can explain it. He's, he might, like you said, be a hybrid human. Right. And I think, or I know I never thought I'd believe in this stuff, but after what's going on the last 15 to 20 years, I believe there's hybrid humans. Yeah. Because why wouldn't there be? It says it was at the time of Noah, there was that. And it says even after the flood of those days. Mm -hmm. So why wouldn't it be today? And yeah. these, these, these hybrid humans or whatever you want to call them, aliens, are amongst us. And they're behind the scenes working along with demons being influenced by them to bring up about the seven year tribulation and the antichrist on the scene. Right. And so, you know, they say, if you see them decorating for Christmas, no Thanksgiving's around the corner. Yeah. And so we're being decorated for Christmas right now. I mean, if you take everything prophetically, what's going on every single day, it's all coming. It's all just popping out in front of us. I mean, it's crazy. It's unbelievable how fast things are moving along. And, there's coming kind of come a time because of this technology that we've got. And I believe I sort of thinking about this today, Dave, and see what you think about this. Sure. Uh, up until 1900, 
our technology doubled about every, well, in the early days, say from the time of Christ, Yeshua until say 1800, it doubled maybe a couple of times. But from 1800 to 1900, it doubled in a hundred mm-hmm. years. And right. from 1900 to now, I mean, it's way more than it's, it's doubling it. Like I said last week or two weeks before, technology is doubling every 12 hours. Right. Everything a man knows. Mm-hmm. So why all of a sudden the increase in technology in a hundred years? Where, what pushed the button in 1900s, early, late 1800s, early 1900s? What pushed the button to cause this? I don't think it was just the right, yeah, obviously there's the Wright brothers, there's, you know, Gerald, the Ford company who made the car, but there's other stuff going on behind the scenes mm-hmm. in the government that had right. technology. Where did it come from? Mm-hmm. Why is it increased? Well, it's increased so fast because you know why? Because Israel became a nation in night, um, was it May 17th, 1948? Right. That's why. And it says, when you see the fig tree blossom, which is Israel, the generation that sees that happen, which is 1948, that generation will not pass away before the coming of the Lord. Mm-hmm. So when somebody tells me that we're not in the last of the last days, because we've been in the last days since Yeshua. Right. But we're in the last of the last days because of Israel. Mm-hmm. And. I believe I've seen, I haven't got them here because I couldn't find them, but I've seen videos people have taken with UFOs over the Temple Mount. Mm-hmm. Over the Temple Mount, directly over it. Yep, I've seen that. Why? Because the demons know, the Nephilim know, the world order knows that Israel is the center of God's eye and love. Mm-hmm. That's why. That's right. And that's why the Antichrist comes to Israel as a Messiah because. Satan knows he can control Israel and control the narrative of Israel. He can control the world. Mm-hmm. And so, and Israel is also mentioned in the scriptures, Dave, as you know, is the center of the earth. Literally the center of the landmass of the earth is Israel and Jerusalem is the center of that. And the Temple mm-hmm. Mount is the center of that. Right. That's why it's not an accident. God came there to be, to show himself to Abraham and the different patriarchs. That's why. Mm-hmm. That's why Jesus died there. He could have died in the Galilee. He could have died in the south in the Negev Desert. He could have, but he died in Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and he rose great again on, in the Garden of Gethsemane, which is on the Temple, you know, the Mount of Olives. So, well, actually, it's not. It's near. Um, it's near City the City of David. Yeah. What's that? City of David. Yeah, yeah. But Jesus wasn't buried there. He's buried at the, the place of the skull. Oh, it's Garden of Gethsemane. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Gosh, you're just – no coffee today. You could tell. <laughs> um, so UFOs are definitely – everything's increasing, but UFOs are definitely increasing. And you know what's increasing even worse is lawlessness. Oh, yeah. It's crazy, especially down here. It's like – it's crazy down here in L.A. County. Mm-hmm. And um, people are just stressed out. And just edgy. And so, and there's a good reason because they see something coming. They know something's up and it's coming quick. Yeah. And the UFOs is going to be used as the the great deception or lie. Mm -hmm. And was, I read also read today that God uses a lie for them to believe that, but he also hardens their heart so they can believe it and gives them over to to depraved mind and and to believe it. Mm -hmm. So, 
he everything everything's I guess what I'm trying to say is everything's in place, Dave. Everything's in place. Right. It's just it's hard to watch our country go down this road, but it's it's a uh, we're not looking for a country as if, um, Hebrews 11 says we're looking for an, another city that comes down out of heaven because if we were looking for the country he came from, we'd return to it. But right. it says in Hebrews, but we're looking for something not made by human hands, made by heavenly hands that will come out of heaven, which is our real home. That's what Abraham was looking for, and right. that's where he's at now. And mm-hmm. I believe our relatives and our friends and loved ones up there, they don't know the day either, but they know it's close. And I think there's an excitement in heaven about what's right. about to take place. I agree. So, but down here in, on on Earth, um, we are to know the times and the signs. And UFOs are a sign from God. Mm-hmm. It says in the sky, the sun, the moon, and the stars will be his signs. And as there were definitely more UFO sightings, um, more technologies out there, more things are happening. And it's because things are speeding up and the new world order knows this is their chance to bring in their government, world government. Right. And that's what's about to happen. That's what's happening. This is beyond America anymore. This is, this isn't God's hands. Right. And the only way I, I see America surviving right now, unless if the Lord tarries, and if it was on the radio today too, is that we need to repent. And and I'm not talking to any people, anybody out there in this who's watching or listening. I'm talking to born again believers. We need to repent. Right. It doesn't mean. And you know, I got just a second. I'll be done. A lot of churches push repentance, repentance. Every week is repentant, repentant, repentant. That's good. There's a time to repent. But sometimes mm-hmm. if you're already walking with God and you stumble, it's called you confess. First John right. 1, 9. If you confess your sins, he's faithful and righteous to forgive your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. First John mm-hmm. 1, 9. That's part of the normal believer's walk. But if you're walking in sin all the time and it's a lifestyle, that's where you need to stop. Right. And I'm talking to Christians. Believers out there, listen to me. We're about to go home. We are about mm-hmm. to go home. If you're living in a lifestyle, if you're living with a woman out of marriage, if you're doing something, it's a, it's a it's not just you blew up one day and you got mad and said something you shouldn't say. I'm talking a lifestyle that you need to you need to change and go the other way. Everybody sins every day. Mm-hmm. That's why Jesus died because we need that grace to cover that. That's right. And by the way, if you have if you are in a lifestyle that's not pleasing. We're not called sinners anymore in the scriptures. We're called saints of the most high. You're actually not seen by God as a sinner, even though you're sinning. That's another subject. I don't want to get up on this. But <laughs> right. God, God sees you holy, righteous, and robed in white. Try to live like he sees you. Mm-hmm. That's all I can say. And this goes for me. It goes for anybody listening. You know what I'm talking about. But we are so, so close. And I say that and I'll say it every week. Because the tribulation is about to start. If you're, I'm pre-trib, Dave's mid-trib. If you're post-trib, if you're post-trib, you have seven years. If you're mid-trib, you have three and a half years. If you're pre-trib, you got many days, maybe just a few days left. Who knows? Right, right. Day. But my point is that tribulation is about to start. Mm-hmm. You got to get yourself ready. Right. And the UFO is a huge part of that. Mm-hmm. Huge. That's right. You know, you brought up um, brought up a lot of things, but um, 
you talked about the uh, hybrid program a little bit. And um, one of the scriptures that I find really interesting um, is in Daniel 2.43. Now, let me give you a little background here because uh, Daniel, uh, the king saw, uh, King Nebuchadnezzar saw, had a dream and he saw this that statue. The head was made of gold, the, the arms and the, um, the breasts were made of silver, the, the groin area was made of um, brass and the legs were, two legs were made out of iron as were the feet. Um, mm-hmm. But the feet were kind of, well, let me, let me explain what that means. The head was uh, Babylon. And then um, the uh, the arms and the breastplate that were um, silver were Media and Persia, and then the the uh, the, the center area the the well you know the waist let's put it that way and the upper thighs were um, were basically Greece, and then uh, the legs were Rome, and there's a lot of parallels that are interesting because Rome had an east east part and a west part after a while you know, um, but the feet. Um, that happened during the Roman time, and the Roman time is split up into two times, uh, Rome then and Rome now. Um, but uh, And it's not the church necessarily. It's it's basically Rome, the political um, and, and, and religious part of Rome. But um, the feet were made out of iron and clay. And uh, there's an interesting little thing that God says to Daniel or I might have been an angel, I don't remember. Um, it says, And whereas thou sawest iron mixed with miry clay, they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men, but they shall not cleave one to another, even as iron is not mixed with clay. They shall mingle themselves with the seed of men. That means they're not men, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, that tells you right there that there's a hybrid program that's going on with the, with the, yeah. uh, the demonic false, uh, you know, the uh, fallen angels and the, and the demons and stuff. Uh, these people that are being abducted and things like that. So, and again, Dr. David Jacobs goes into that really good, um, especially his last book that he wrote. Uh, he calls them um, hubrids, not hybrids, but hubrids, because they look so much like people now that um, they're, they're hard to distinguish, except some of their characteristics are a bit screwy. And I think you could probably figure it out, but <laughs> people with discernment could figure it out. Um, but anyway, uh, so, you know, there, there's proof right there from the scripture that there's something going on that's that's kind of unkosher, and um, and it's it's not something that's very simple or easy to explain either. Um, but um, it's it's there there are interesting times ahead. That's all I got to say. Yeah. And and you know, if you think that things are interesting now, just buckle up your seatbelts and hold on because uh, it's mm-hmm. it's going to really get crazy out there. Um, but, uh, you know, um, when I was a kid, uh, I don't know if you know this, Brian, I, I know we've talked a lot, but maybe not about this. My dad was a UFO. We used to call him a UFO fanatic. He used to get copies of project blue books sent to him from the air force and stuff like that. And, and a whole bunch of stuff that was interesting. And, uh, and I found out after he died, I, I don't know why I never asked him when he was alive, you know, what was the interest of UFOs? I don't, and I asked my uncle, my uncle buddy, um, who's now deceased, but, and I said, you know, why was my dad so interested? My uncle buddy's only seven years older than me, or he was. And, um, and he was more like a brother than he was a, an uncle. And um, he says, oh, he had some kind of encounter on, on Lake Weweyanda, you know, up, up in North Jersey. And, and I went, okay, now that explains it. That explains exactly why he wanted to find out what they were and who they are and everything mm-hmm. else. And um, of course, you know, I wanted to be like my dad, like a lot of young boys do. And, 
Um, so I got interested in it too. And so I had my own little encounter when I was about 12 years old, I think. Yeah, I was 12. And then a few more during the years, you know, um, seeing things. Uh, the first encounter was weird. It was kind of like, almost like a, a failed abduction attempt. Mm -hmm. um, but um, anyway, it's, uh, yes, it is real. It really is. And, and the thing that Brian that I found really interesting is that the fear that I felt when I was 12 years old, when I think I saw what I saw, where I couldn't talk, I couldn't move in my bed, is the same fear that I, I have when I run into, uh, you know, the demonic. You know, um, I was yeah. trying to go up to a friend's stairs one time, um, my friend Doug, and we we're having a Bible study and we we're listening to this tape about, I can't remember what it was. It was about backmasking. And um, I don't think the enemy liked us listening to that. Anyway, so I go upstairs to use the restroom and I couldn't walk up the stairs. It was like trying to walk through uh, a bowl of jello, you know? And I came downstairs and he goes, What's the matter? I says, I can't walk up there. There's something up there. And I felt that, you know, that it's kind of like a fear that goes all the way up and down your spine, you know? Mm -hmm. And he goes, Oh, I know what that is. So we went up the stairs and prayed and, and prayed it out of the house. But, um, but still the, 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 the experience, the feeling when I was 12 and at that time were exactly the same thing. And that's how I knew to make the connection that these things are demonic, that they're fallen angelic. They're not from outer space. They're from right here on earth. Mm -hmm. um, and they're fallen. They're fallen or Nephilim. Yeah. They're, you know, you name it. And, um, so, and the fact that, um, during, um, different historic events, like I said earlier, uh, UFO numbers have jumped, uh, you know, the, uh, viewing uh, UFOs has jumped, you know, seeing them in the air and stuff. You know. Um, and it's always during a time of revival or a time when, uh, something's happening in Israel. And I, I think I went through it last week uh, when I when I did the, the show solo. I went through that, and it's amazing how you can just follow the, the years and how, and you look at the year, you look at the, the number that's high, and then you go back and you look at history. And I always type in what happened in Israel this year, you know, and um, and sure enough, you know something historic happened: Six Day War, the 1973 War, you know, the formation of Israel. There was a flap during that time. You know, the whole nine yards. So it's it's kind of like, okay, well, God's doing this. I'm going to try to I'm going to try to make people think that that's not important. And I'm going to show them something that they can see, you know. And so, you know, people believe what they see. They don't, especially people without faith. And um, and so they see that and they believe it. And, and you know, the devil temporarily wins one. Um, but at the same, like Gulf Breeze. Yeah, we did talk about this. Yeah. When Gulf Breeze was going, um, not Gulf Breeze, Pensacola Blessing was going on, uh, right across the oh. river or right across the harbor was Gulf Breeze. I remember that. The UFO flap was going on. Yeah. So it's like okay, it's like the, the Satan's trying to one up God, you know, <laughs> and and it, there are people that believe it and foolishly believe it, but um, you know you can't you can't lead a horse to water and let, force him to drink either. But I guess um, so anyway, it's it's. It's pretty interesting to to see that nowadays, especially with all the garbage that's going on with with COVID, and you know they're trying to kill all humanity with COVID, and and now they're talking about other diseases, and now they're talking about um, uh, the World Economic Forum's talking about you know making a one world order, you know. So these things are really ramping up. Like you said, it's the last days, the last mm -hmm. of the last days. And these things are ramping up, and of course, the author of the bad things that are going on. 
is the evil one. And, and he, part of his, um, uh, hierarchy or his plan is the UFO thing, you know, and it's, it's quite easy to see if you try to look at it through spiritual eyes, you know, if you look at it through yeah. worldly eyes, you can't see it, but, mm-hmm. um, through spiritual eyes, man, it's just like, bam, it's like, it's like Martin Luther tacking the, the theses up on the, on the church door, you know, it's, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's what it's like. You know? I know it's this, true. This is what's wrong, and this is why it's wrong. You know. So, anyway, uh, I'm sorry. I knew you're in the middle of something there. I just wanted to. No, no, go ahead. In. No, I'm. I just needed to jump in before I forgot. You know, I, I'm. No, no, the same I, thing. I, I, keep going. It's good. Yeah, it's um, it's, I don't know this, because you know we used to have a ministry that used to minister to people that were abducted by aliens and um and we had a lot of success and um when we would go down to roswell and and talk it was um a lot of times we would have a booth i mean every year we had a booth in the um uh was at the the community center in roswell they would open it up for vendors and we would buy space for booths so anyway um and the majority of the people that came up i was really surprised were people that were um, were Christians, and they would always say, "I knew this had a demonic element to it. I knew it, you know." So basically, we were there just to confirm what they believed, you know, um, which was quite interesting. But one of the things that happened that was kind of freaky is uh, you've probably heard of Travis Walton and Fire in the Sky, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, well, his cousin uh, attended the Roswell thing every year. And you can always tell because he wear the same shirt every year. It was like a big Texas flag, you know, and mm-hmm. so you could spot him from a mile away. And he was a big man, too. And so the first year that um, he that I met him, we had all this paraphernalia out on the counter, you know, uh, you know why they're demonic. And so, well, he took the literature, but I went to give him an alien, anti-alien sticker. It's got the face with a round and a, and a line through it, you know. And um, He goes, oh, no. I says, I don't want one of those. He says, they make us money. And I'm like, you don't realize who you're aligning yourself with, <laughs> you know. Wow. Well, the, the very next year, I saw him again. And that, so the, between July of, what was it, 2007 and July of 2008, he had written about this much. I mean, it, it was typed out, and it was a communication from the aliens about how he had been chosen, that his mother had been abducted, and that, you know, her seed was his uh, their seed was mingled with her egg and everything else and he wasn't quite human and everything else and and so he just totally went off his rocker because he associated himself with them and they made him money you know it's you know he he made it that was a contract right there as far as i'm concerned oh yeah totally <laughs> you know? sold, sold, sold the devil yeah yeah exactly and, and mm-hmm. so yeah it was it was real interesting to see how he had just you know, gone off the deep edge and was, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if he'll ever be recoverable, but, um, it was, it was quite revealing, but, uh, yeah, you run into all kinds of people at those things. And, um, but the people, most of the people that came there were seeking information about who they really are and where they really come from. And, and we were really blessed to be able to give them that information and, um, and to talk with them and, you know, and to meet with them in, um, meetings and stuff like that while we were there. Um, like I said, we were banned from there. We were never allowed to go back, but, um, and talk anyway, we go back as tourists, but, uh, not to talk. And, um, 
So it's funny how when you when you oppose the the whole aliens are from outer space theory, <laughs> um, you just uh, you make enemies like there's no tomorrow. It's almost yeah. like like coming out and saying COVID isn't real. <laughs> you know. <laughs> It's like, yeah. It really is because people just yeah. take offense. How dare you say that when the government says it, when Joe Biden says it, when, you know, when Anthony Fauci says it's real and he's a, he's a man with an education and, and I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah. You know, a lot yeah. of people with educations have killed millions of people. <laughs> so it's, yeah. wow. um, but anyway, so, you know, it's, uh, we've been watching a series, Brian, I don't know if you've seen it, but it's called uh, The Secrets of Skinwalker Ranch. It's, yeah, you told me about it. Oh man, is it getting good? Um, is it Netflix? Netflix? I think it's on um, History Channel. History Channel. Uh, but what they're doing is they've discovered that there's some kind of uh, portal in the sky right there, and um, and every time that they launch a rocket at it or something, all of a sudden a UFO pops up. And um, huh. yeah, it's it's really weird. But um, this last rocket that they're they're going to launch. Um, they were doing the previews to it. Um, it's the next show that they're going to show, but um, it goes up and it go, it disappears. Well, and they're going like, where did it go? And I'm like, well, duh. You know, if there's a portal there, the door's probably open and it probably went through. <laughs> you know, right. it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure this out. <laughs> you know, no pun intended. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's it's interesting because now they're they're, they're they're suspecting that there's something under the mesa because they tried to drill into the mesa and they hit something that's causing their their drill to go up now instead of you mm-hmm. know and um, so it's it's really getting good. I if they ever find anything, I don't know if we ever hear about it, but it's just fun watching them try to figure it out. And um, yeah, but one of the things that frustrates me about it is they keep getting um uh let's see they keep getting a signal that keeps getting sent to them and all kinds of things happen when this thing turns on the signal but it's like 1.6 billion hertz or something like that wow and um and i'm like okay well if, if they're trying to call you on 1.6 billion hertz why don't you get on there and just ask them what they want <laughs> you know yeah you know and nobody's ever i don't know if they've thought about it or not but you know i would i would get on there and say hey you know we're the guys that are out here and we're trying to figure out what's going on here why do you keep turning this thing on why do people keep getting sick when you turn it on why does mm-hmm. the ufo show up every time you know it's like talk to them for goodness sakes and, and try to figure it out I, that's what i would do anyway i don't know it's it might be inviting something bad to happen but um yeah who knows who knows but um so anyway, uh, it, I find it interesting. You said that there was a um, there's another sighting off of California between you and Los An- uh, you and San Diego, because mm-hmm. that's exactly where that aircraft carrier group was when they had that encounter with that Tic Tac thing. That's the Pentagon. Oh, that's released. right. Yeah, exactly where it was. That. And they were yeah. saying, yeah, there's something weird about the about the um, uh, the islands. What do they call them? The Channel Islands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's something weird about the Channel Islands. And I'm like, get on Google Maps and look at down by Long Beach and see why that is. There's something underwater that is that, that has right hand or has um, right corners. You know, yeah. it's got four right corners and it's underwater and you know it's not natural. So yeah, if there's something down there, it's a base. It's got to be a base. 
it's got to be. Yeah. It's, there's the answer. I know. They, they don't like listening to little schmucks like you and me, you know. They, they no, we're, 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 we're nothing to them. So. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. The stuff that's going on is just, man. It is. So any more, any more news about more UFO sightings or anything or? Yeah, there was the, there was that one uh, at San Diego. Um, there was the, the funnel, the portal looking cloud. Right. And I can't find the other one. I, I downloaded, I've been really busy at work, so I didn't have a lot of time to mm -hmm. download stuff today. Um, there's been at least three or four around the world, at least one on the West Coast, one on the East Coast. Um, but it was interesting when you mentioned about the portal, um, all the technology that's happened in the last 100 years, it's been good. You know, cars are good. Flying is great. You know, uh -huh. penicillin. Oh, there's been good things, but along mixed in with that has been things to program us to think a certain way. Because right. in 1922, if we were talking about what we're talking about now, they'd lock us up. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, our, our family would lock us up. Yeah. Um, if you were talking about aliens and technologies and sightings of UFOs, people would think you're crazy. So what they do, they took a hundred years or a little over a hundred years to program us. Mm -hmm. Like I thought of the, uh, what popped in my mind when you mentioned portals is the Avengers movie. Um, not the last one in game, but the one before that where they, if you saw the Avengers, the, you know, Marvel, it was when they, uh, the aliens attacked New York. Mm -hmm. And in the very, very end of the movie, Tony Stark, who's Iron Man, uh, the government was going to fire a nuclear missile at New York City to kill everybody, including the aliens. That was like the last resort, right? Right. So you saw the movie. Everybody, a lot of people have. They fire this nuclear missile, and Tony Stark, as Iron Man, grabs it because up in the sky right above New York is a portal, and the oh. aliens are coming through the portal. Oh, okay. And you can see it open up. It's like a huge window, and you can see into space. But uh -huh. it's a different part of space. It's not space where we live. It's a different right. galaxy. But they're able, these aliens were able to use that technology to open up this portal. And so he goes, I know where I'm going to put this. So he takes this rocket, flies through the portal, up into the space, just outside the atmosphere of Earth, and points it. And it goes, the rocket continues toward their alien ship and blows it up. He uh -huh. falls back into Earth, into the atmosphere. The portal closes back up. Uh -huh. we, obviously, movie we win, right? Right. But it was interesting. I think about stuff like that. Um, they've been programming us for since movies have been invented, pretty much. Right. Because right off the bat, not just like Charlie Chaplin in the, in the silent movies, but even during that time, they started making movies about space mm -hmm. invasions, Mars, Mars attack. You know. Um, What's the movie they made a remake of? Uh, War of the World. War of the World. War, mm -hmm. yeah, War of the Worlds, the original one. It was back in the 50s or 60s. Yeah, Gene Barry. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, right. So, and Star Trek came out, you know, and, and the, the little uh, communicators, they look like cell phones, flip phones that we have now. Right. You know, so yeah. the very subtle through Hollywood, either they knew or they didn't know, we're being fed information to make these movies. So 
to prepare us for the time we're living in now. Mm -hmm. Because if we wouldn't have movies like Star Trek, Star Wars, and all this stuff in the last, say, 40 years, and then they would just thrown all this alien stuff on us, we would have freaked out. Right. We would think, you're crazy, what's this? This is no belief. But, and also think, there's a lot of websites now, including ours, and podcasts that talk about aliens, show videos, show proof. It's mm -hmm. all over the web. Why is the government allowing it? Why are they allowing us to talk about it? Why are they allowing these videos to be out there? They've been out there for decades. Mm -hmm. It's just actually more and more because they got to a point where they have to speed up the process of convincing people that UFOs are real right. because they're working in conjunction with the one world order. They're playing the one world order. It's not even a deep state. It's a one world government. Mm -hmm. A state is one particular spot on the earth. It's a one world government. And their mm -hmm. plan was to get us used to hearing and seeing aliens on television. So when they bring in the lie, which they know is a lie, through the Nephilim, through demons, through our own technology, it all it's a lot of smoke and mirrors, Dave. Right. It's all smoke and mirrors because the ultimate plan is a one world government, a one world leader. That's what they want. And in, order, and in order to bring that in, folks, they couldn't just bring it in. People would freak out and rebel. Sure. So they brought it in slowly over decades. They even made movies about the Antichrist and about apocalypses and zombies and nuclear holocaust. That's, mm -hmm. Yeah, they did it for money. Yeah, they did it for money. But they also, I believe, in the background, the government was involved with some of this. Right. In some of these movies. Mm -hmm. And they'll never tell you that because some of the crafts in some of these movies are sightings that we're seeing now. Right. I saw a video. It was a while ago. It was about six years ago. And a lot of the stuff's been erased up the net. It looked like the Millennium Falcon. And it was seen mm -hmm. in space by a high-powered telescope by the sun. And it looked like the Millennium Falcon. It was shaped the same, but it was fuzzy. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking, huh. That's weird to make a Star Wars movie that has a ship that's shaped like one they just saw by the sun, uh -huh. denying that it's there. Right. You know, um, in, in, the, in the shows, they have tractor beams and things like that that can grab an object. But then you can go online now and see, uh, go on um, Secure Team. Secure mm -hmm. Team is the, the biggest one on the net. Um, uh, Tyler, really good. You can go archive his videos. There's videos he has on there of huge objects circling the sun with a beam that's going down to the sun. Basically, these ships are powering themselves from the sun. Uh -huh. It's like a big siphon hose connected to the sun. You can see it going back and forth. Huh. And these ships are massive. Some of them are massive. And, I mean, hundreds of our nuclear carriers wouldn't even come close to one of these. Right. And so... Some of these are demonic, like I mentioned. Some are real, made by Nephilim. Mm -hmm. And so the, we've been brainwashed for 75 to 100 years. Right. And that's why I believe it says in the scriptures in the New Testament, in the last days, I'm paraphrasing really bad, be sober-minded, sober in spirit to know what the will of God is. Why would they be sober-minded? What's going to happen so much that God's telling you? Because there's so much deception. Right. 
everything's a lie. Everything's smoke and mirrors. They lied about COVID. The vaccines kill us. They don't help us. The monkeypox, it's it's a lie. Mm-hmm. The vaccine, they got these vaccines out, like a million and a half vaccines, the Biden administration for monkeypox. Well, right. it, can, it really only gets spread by sex and touch. Right. Okay. So what's the vaccines for? To kill more people. Mm-hmm. Um, wars, the rumors of wars. We have a war in Ukraine, a war. There's a rumor of Taiwan being attacked and Japan by China. There's a rumor that we're going to be attacked this fall, the United States, by China. Mm-hmm. Uh, wars, rumors of wars, and technology. Man will go to and fro. Um, Daniel 12. Knowledge, knowledge will increase. To and fro. Why would an ancient saint like Daniel say to and fro or here and there, basically? Mm-hmm. What's he talking about? Because we'll be able to travel anywhere we want, unimpeded, uh, and cars, aircraft. Mm-hmm. Boats, trains, planes, hard you want to say it. Right. And we've been doing that for decades now. And mm-hmm. and now driverless cars are going to be here and, and trucks. And now they have the iRobots. And I read it a few days ago, I think I told Dave this, that they've given a soul or a consciousness to AI bots now. They right. have a consciousness. They can reason. They can mm-hmm. figure out something without being computed into them. Um, all this stuff that's happening is the Tower of Babel. We, are, right. we circled completely around 360 degrees, and now we're at the Tower of Babel. But this time the Tower of Babel is a world technology. That's what the Tower of Babel is. They're using technology to be like God, to act like God, and to make subservience of the human race with the technology. And they're going to use this technology that it got from aliens, reverse engineering, and themselves – to completely lie that when God takes people out of the earth, this is the key. We were beamed up or however you want to say it. It's a lie. And they're going to use this technology during the tribulation to, um, to make people slaves and to track people. Um, and, and that's why they, I think the vaccine was the COVID was twofold. I think they did it. They wanted to see if people would obey and they did, mm-hmm. pretty much, right? Yeah, the second thing they did, did. What's that? Half of people did, yeah. Yeah, half the people, quite a few. Mm-hmm. And enough enough did that I think they were pretty pleased with that. Sure. And the other thing was they wanted people to get a vaccine because now they have nanobots and metal fibers in their body that can be tracked and manipulated. And they can be – these people now – and I have family members and, and – and they're believers, so I'm, I'm praying that God won't allow this if he doesn't come back. But they can send out pulses or radio waves or frequencies and activate these things. Right. You know, you have a metal or um, what's the metal that's in there? We talked about graphite, graphene. Graph, uh, yeah, graphene. Yeah. Yeah. And that is manipulated by magnetic pulses. Mm-hmm. So. I'm not saying they can control their brain and their thoughts, but they can make you sick. They can activate it and kill you Mm -hmm. and, or they can use it to control you. And, and I know I'm sound crazy to some people, but I think a lot of people have to realize this is true. This isn't conspiracy anymore, folks. It's really happening. Yeah. The technology is unbelievable that we have and it's going to be, it's being used against us. They give us a Dave, I believe they give us a little bit of technology to have fun with it. 
phones, right. laptops, cars, you know, mm-hmm. sure. the apps. And that, and that gets us all distracted because we're playing with our phone and we're driving our beautiful cars that got computers in them and TVs in them. And mm-hmm. we can fly anywhere in the world in a few hours now on these jets. And, you know, we want to go on our vacay and go visit kids, grandkids, go to the beach, whatever it is. So we have all this technology, but that very technology we're playing with, they're using against us. They track us with it. Mm-hmm. They implanted stuff in our bodies with it under the guise of a vaccine. Right. We're protecting your health. Um, they, we have these beautiful cars now we can buy, like the Teslas and, and not even the, the electric car, but a lot of the gas cars are beautiful. They're just gorgeous. Sure. But yeah. now they have chips in them that can be tracked. You can drive anywhere in the world or that car and it'll be tracked. Mm-hmm. And you can't That's get right. the chip out. Or if you get the chip out, you kill the car. Right. So, and so they give us enough technology to pacify us and get us all consumed with it. And we don't bother recognizing, oh, they, I don't care if they track my phone. I don't care what they see. I don't care if they, yeah, da, 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 da. Well, I got now, nothing to hide. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing, exactly. Well, yeah, you have a lot to hide because they want it every, they're going to know everything about you. Yeah. And I can tell you right now, out there, everybody has something to hide. Everybody. Right. It's just the way we're made. And what's happening is that technology is being used against us. Now, the AI, okay, the AI, which we talked about two weeks ago, I've been doing more study on it, is going to be the biggest event technology since the beginning of the industrial age. Right. It's bigger than penicillin. It's bigger than flight. It's bigger than cars. It's going to be the biggest technology advancement in human history. And it's about to be revealed to the world, this technology mm-hmm. in its full, its fullness. And this AI is what they're using to make driverless cars and trucks. Mm-hmm. It's not just that you have a driverless car that's programmed to to your voice and you tell it what to do and it can put it, punch in the destination. Inside these cars is AI. Mm-hmm. And so let's just say during the tribulation, you know, you're going to head to your safe house up in the Cascades, Eastern Oregon. So you drive, you get in your driverless car, but you decide to drive it because you want to get the heck out of Dodge. And you're going to break speed limits to get out of there because all hell's breaking loose, right? Right. All they got to do is push mm-hmm. a button on a, some kid on a, on a keyboard. Next thing you know, you don't have control of the car. Next thing you know, that car is turning around and taking you back to where you came from, right back to a stinking um, internment Concentration camp. camp. Yeah. So you get right exactly. to the internment camp, locks the doors, and mm-hmm. if you try to – take over the car, all they got to do is blow the car up or make it go off the road and kill you. Right. The worst thing a person can have is a drive this car. I know there's people out there who would love them if you're blind and you can't drive or you, you know, you're handicapped. But you got to understand these cars can be controlled. If they can hack a computer, which they do all the time, they can hack that. Right. In Europe, you get some crazy person, not even the government. Some crazy person just for fun starts hacking driverless cars. Right. It's the driverless car. The AI is it's don't do it. I'd rather have Mm -hmm. a 65 Mustang that's got no AI, nothing. And at least you got a car you can drive. 
Exactly. But, and then the whole electric car thing is just a scam. Mm -hmm. These cars cost between sixty and a hundred thousand dollars. The batteries to replace the batteries after eight years is ten to fifteen thousand. Yep. And then you got and to charge it. If you use a regular charger, they give you it's three days. Unless yeah. you hook up something in your garage, you can have an electrician come in, spend a couple thousand, mm -hmm. you know, and then it's just after eight years, you, you're going to spend 15,000 on a new battery. Right. I guess you are if you got a lot of money, but most people can't afford it. And then I'm, I, I'm just a little pet peeve with these things because everybody up here has got them. Electricity has gone up 50% in LA County in the last right. six months. Mm-hmm. So you think you're saving going by the gas station, driving the car by the gas station. Yeah, right to the electric station to plug it in. And, and then, yeah, maybe it costs you 20 bucks to charge it right now. But a year from now, it might cost you $60, $70. That's right. And so what? Instead of paying $120, you are paying $70 to $80. Mm -hmm. And you might What's spend $100,000 100, to, to save you 40 bucks a fill. Uh -huh. And then at least on an old car or a car, you can rebuild the engine. It's a lot cheaper. And it, Cars now, all of them, even the American ones, they go two, three hundred thousand miles without a rebuild, no problem, uh -huh. no problem. You're going to go sixty to seventy thousand miles, and you're going to have to put a new uh, battery in it. Yeah. And all this technology is all going to be used to lull us to sleep, give us all these luxury things, and in the meantime. They're pushing buttons and making you sick because you took a fake vaccine. Mm -hmm. You put something in your body that's, that's foreign, even it's foreign to your body, and now you're getting sick and you don't know why. And you'll never know why. But you're going to get sicker and sicker and sicker, and now they're going to want you to take more vaccines, more boosters, high blood pressure medicine, this, that, and the other thing, which a lot of people are already on that, but if you're already healthy and all of a sudden you start going downhill really fast, you're going to ask yourself, I'm vaccinated. Why am I getting so sick so fast? Ask yourself that question. Might be a good question to ask. Not that people don't get sick. Everybody doesn't get sick. Right. But it's um, – I read an article today. Again, the insurance company uh, for life insurance, 250% increase in deaths with the insurance companies in the last 12 months. I believe it. Yeah. I uh, read many articles and they said these ingesters have never, ever, ever seen anything like it. Mm -hmm. People are dropping like flies. And so, so, so will the insurance companies too. After yeah, this is I know because they, once they pay out, they, yeah. So I'll, I'll be quiet. It's just all this UFO stuff, a lot of the technology we got, I think was reverse engineered from them. Right. They, they dribbled it out over the last hundred years to us. Some of it we invented ourselves. There's smart people out there, don't get me wrong. Right. But a lot of the stuff that we did ourselves got made more advanced or a lot quicker than I think normal. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, think about cars. Let me see here. I, I was going to go back to the 70s, but most people aren't even born there to listen. But let's go back to the 80s and 90s. Let's go back to the 80s. You could buy a, a Ford, you know, F-150 a 460 V8 and gets seven, eight miles in a gallon. Yeah. Now you can buy, and Dave knows this, now you can buy a F-150 that gets 20 to 25 miles in a gallon that's got twice the horsepower. Yeah, but it costs you, you, you $100,000. Yeah. 
but look what technology has done. Yeah, that's right. In, in just 20 to 30 years. And mm -hmm. so the, the days are short. We're in the days of Noah. We're in the that's days right. of Noah. And then we got crazy people running things. Um, yeah. This go governor we have here in Oregon, I, I swear, she, she needs to be in a mental institution. Um, Brown. Yeah. She, uh, she's trying to push electric vehicles, okay? She was trying to push a law at one time where um, if your truck was older than 2008, you couldn't drive it. You'd have to sell it because it's a gross polluter, okay? Especially diesels. This is what I'm talking about, diesels. But this also referred to farm equipment and everything else, anything that was diesel, okay, and, and, and pushing for um, electric cars. Well, that got defeated, thank God. But um, anyway, so the same person who was pushing for electric cars decides that this dam that's on the Klamath River, you, you know where that is, right, Southern Oregon, Klamath River? Right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay, sorry. Yeah, I was listening. I was listening. Uh, no. No, it's the dam on the Klamath River. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. No, there's, there's, there's seven. I think six or seven dams on the Klamath River, and I think six out of the seven That's are hydroelectric. Okay. Now the, the salmon have been swimming up this Klamath River for decades with those dams there, and they've been making it to where they have to go so they can spawn. Yeah. But they're not. I guess they're not living up to Cape Brown's expectations. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, you yeah. know, Fisher, Fisher, you know, male and female. So, yeah. it's, and uh, what is what is a female fish anyway? No, I'm just kidding. Um, I don't. I can't define a, a female fish. I'm, yeah, a woman. I don't know what a woman is. I don't, so I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Can't do that. Anyway, <laughs> so she wanted to destroy five of these dams that make hydroelectric really? power, so the salmon could swim up easier. But she's promoting electric cars. So how the heck are you going to charge them except to buy electricity from a coal-fired plant that burns coal, which is public enemy number two, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, she would cut off her nose to spite her face. Wow. Actually, that might be not be a bad idea, but um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so you got crazy people running things. Okay. That, that should be institutionalized instead of um, sitting in a governor's desk. Okay, and I don't care if anybody doesn't like what I'm saying. It's true. It's she's a she's a. I don't know if there's a word to describe her. Um, and maybe I shouldn't use a word because that that would probably be the proper thing to do. But um, anyway, uh, yeah. So you got you got craziness like this going on. Um, at the same time that you got, you know, um, everything else that's going on the UFO threat, the um, the. The vaccine, like you were talking about. And you know what they said? I, I read an article the other day, an obscure little article, and it said that uh, most of the people that are getting monkeypox have been vaccinated for COVID. Yeah, I've heard the same thing, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's a side effect of the vaccine. It's more than anything else. And mm -hmm. um, whatever, you know, I'm not of that persuasion, so I'm not going to worry about yeah. it. But, um, but uh, yeah, the UFO thing is... Um, Ah, pardon me, my my back still hurts a little bit, so you're gonna see me sitting up and getting down and everything else. So uh, I'll let you know ahead of time, but or right now, <laughs> anyway. Um, so 
I've, I've long suspected that the UFO thing was going to play strongly into the end days, um, very strong into the end days. And, and the people that scoff, you know, oh, yeah, he believes in guys with little green. As a matter of fact, my dad, when he used to get all those um, that stuff, Project Blue Book, he used an assumed name so that the mailman wouldn't think that he was crazy. And when we went to buy UFO magazines, we would drive to Manhattan on a Saturday morning before anything else opened. There's always newsstands oh, wow. open. Yeah, just to pick up UFO magazines and bring them home so that the mailman wouldn't be delivering UFO magazines. To oh, yeah. I think, you know, those are the people that believe in little green men, you know. Right, Actually, right. They're, they're little gray men. But uh, yeah. anyway, yeah. so, um, you know, so there, there was a, uh, quite a stigma back in the 1960s, 50s, 60s. Partially into the seventies, and then people started really to catch on and start believing that these things are real. And um, it's 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 incredible because um, the last show I did, Brian, I did about um, it was a uh, PowerPoint that I, I had written that we presented down in Roswell last uh, oh back in two thousand and eight, and um, it was basically who are they and why won't they reveal themselves? And uh, it, it was it was pretty interesting, I think. Um, but anyway, uh, part of the, the presentation was basically Jacques Vallée, who was um, very much into the UFO research realm and a scientist many times over, saying that he believes that there's a spiritual element to this and that it, uh, it takes on the air of demons, classical demons. J. J. Allen Hynek said the same thing. Um, a bunch of people that I, I quoted said the same thing. You know, it's uh, one guy was like, well, you know, I'm really I'm paraphrasing I'm really bummed out because a lot of people are starting to believe that there's a spiritual element to this. And I'm finding myself believing the same thing now, you know, and these are all really notable people. And I had to laugh because when we brought this up in Roswell in 2008, uh, Peter Robbins, who is is like Mr. UFO, um, he he was the guy that was moderating all the all the speakers and um and he said, well, you know, he says, for every quote that you gave me from these people, I can give you 10 quotes. I think he said 10 of things they said that refute what you're saying. And I and he thought he had me, Brian. It was really great. Yeah. And I because I, I, I was panicked and I said, Lord, help me. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, I said, yeah, that might be true. But, you know, what you're what you have to say has been out for 50 years. Back then it was 50 years, it's like 70 now. But um and I said, but the stuff that I or me and Joe presented tonight or today uh, hasn't gotten out because it's been suppressed. And I said, and now both sides are out there for people to see and for people to make a choice about this. You know, and he goes, well, yeah, I guess you're right. And he sat down. <laughs> I guess you're right. <laughs> wow. But it was, it was, it's a zoo. It really is down there in July on the July 4th weekend or whatever. But, um, it's uh, it draws it draws serious people. Don't get me wrong, uh, and 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 people that have their sanity about them. But it, it also draws a lot of um, people with questionable sanity um, to that whole event, you know. And um, it's just one big alien party, basically. But um, yeah, and that's that's the kind of the air it's taken on. I remember in the movie Independence Day when they first came down, the people were standing on the building, take us with you. Yeah, you know, that. those yeah. are the people that are down in Roswell. <laughs> <July 4th laughs> we can, 
But they have the, no idea what they're waiting, what they're asking. They have no idea. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And um, there was a, a Twilight Zone or an Outer Limits. I can't remember. And we used to bring this up a lot on the show. But um, and it was about these aliens that came down, and they brought a book with them, but no, they didn't want to decipher the book at the time. So right away, you know, scientists got in there and they tried to figure out what each letter meant and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, well, the the there were two main characters. One was a woman, one was a guy. And the guy was really into, you know, hey, these are really nice people. They're here to help us and everything else. And the woman was kind of dubious. And and uh, so finally they uh, they found out with the cover meant it said to serve man. And, oh, I'm sorry, they're here to serve us. This is great. Well, as he was getting into the UFO to go with them to their planet, she runs in there and she says, you can't go get off the thing. You know, and she goes, no, he goes, no, I'm going. He, she goes, you don't understand to serve man is a cookbook, how to serve man. <laughs> and, and by that time he was getting ready to leave, but you know, they, they, the aliens pulled him into the ship and there was one yeah. point where they comically, they went into the room and said, you really must eat, keep up your strength. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like you would talk to a cow or something yeah. that you were going to butcher. It but, tastes uh, like chicken. Yeah, exactly. But um, you know the 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 um, the new age movement um, has their their own rapture and everything. Um, right. If, there's a book. There's a book called uh, Operation World Evacuation. I think it's called. It's put out by the 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 Ashtar Command, and I, I read this book and. And I'm telling you, if I was a baby Christian or I didn't know about the Lord, that would convince me that they were right. That's how yeah. convincing that book was, you know. Mm-hmm. So if you're a baby Christian, don't read that book or read it knowing that it's lies. <laughs> OK, but their whole thing is that, yeah, there's going to come a time when speaking of the aliens channeling this, uh, we're going to come take a bunch of people away because there's bad times coming on Earth and we don't want them to suffer. And then he said, there, and they said, there are some that do not believe in our message and they'll be taken away for a while and put in a different place for a while. For a while. And I, yeah. And I'm like, well, yeah, that's, that's the real rapture. Yeah. That's, that's right. the real one. You know, the Christians are going to go for a while to, to get married to Yeshua, basically, you know, the, the church is. And the wedding feast of the lamb and everything else. And then we're going to come with him and, and um, he's going to destroy everybody that opposed him and that destroyed the earth. And um, so it was, um, it's quite interesting that um, I'm trying to remember where I'm going with this. <laughs> um, I, I do have my moments too, Brian. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. But, I feel uh, your pain. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it's, it's almost, it's, and Jim used to use the term same, but opposite. You know, um, and that's what I, we know that what's, that's what Satan does is he tries to mimic everything God did or Yahweh did, but in an opposite sort of fashion. Mm-hmm. So that's why we know that the, the Antichrist is going to receive a wound and it looks like he's going to be miraculously healed. And that's going to be like the death and resurrection of Jesus. And, uh, you know, and he's going to come in the clouds. That's what makes me think it's going to be during a UFO thing. Um, and then clouds with great glory, Jesus said, you know, it's pretty glorious to see, you know, some ships that are five miles wide entering through the atmosphere, Mm -hmm. you know, that that's, that's pretty astounding actually. Mm -hmm. And, um, so 
it's not inconceivable to, to think that everything that happened, um, or for the most part, everything that happened with Yeshua's ministry on earth, this guy used to try to do, but opposite. Um, and, uh, except Yeshua never went into the temple and proclaimed himself to be God. I mean, he did in other places there, but, um, but he never went into the temple and did that because that would have, they would have totally rejected him for that. But um, anyway, so it's, it's, if you want to see what the antichrist is going to do, look at what Yeshua did and just think, think evil flip side, you know, and, and that's exactly what you're going to have. <laughs> You know, Yeshua came to save lives. This guy's going to come to, to exterminate humanity. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you know, yeah. God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believed in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. God didn't didn't send him into the world to condemn the world, but that through him the world might be saved. Okay, but the, so the Antichrist uh, is going to just try to destroy the world, try to destroy people. And don't forget that we, we are the, um, we're the, in the, made in the image of God. It says so right in Revelation, not in Revelation, Genesis. And because of that, because he's given us basically more glory than the angels, he uh, the, some of the angels got jealous. Satan was one of the main characters and uh, rebelled against God. And uh, there are five wills of Satan, I think, are in Isaiah 42, if I'm not mistaken. But his plan, just like the Tower of Babel, is to go into heaven and sit on God's throne and usurp God. And there are actually people out there that think that they can get into heaven and kill Jesus and kill kill God the Father. And um, uh, good luck with that. <laughs> uh, it ain't going to happen. <laughs> but um, anyway, it's it's just interesting to see that the parallelism that, that goes on and, <clears throat> and the mimicry that goes on. Um, like you said, Satan can't invent anything and he can't have an original thought. So he's right. got to take everything that he's seen and try to bastardize it, so, so to speak. And he's quite good at it, actually. I, you know, I don't mean to give him credit, but he is good at it. Hmm. And, um, but not good enough. And, uh, you know, Yeshua's going to come back and, and uh, I wanted to say pull our bacon out of the fire, but that wouldn't be kosher. Um, <laughs> pull pull our, our steak off the fire or whatever. Um, so... While, while things are getting interesting and they're even maybe scary to some people, they're going to get better. It's always darkest before the dawn. We've heard that for all of our lives. And, um, yes, it will get darker, um, literally and, and spiritually. Uh, and it's it's not even begun to be, get dark as far as I'm concerned because there's wait, – wait till, wait till the church is gone and the satanic church, the, the pagans, the New Agers and everything get together – uh, I mean, they, they can't even form a, a sentence on their own for the most part. And they're going to, then they're going to take charge of everything and try to run everything. It'd be like the movie Idiocracy, you know, <laughs> yeah. it really will be seriously. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. It's, that's why I, I said last week, I said, you know, it's, it's imperative folks that you, you make a decision because there's, there is no uh, maybe there's no maybe in, in this battle. Um, those people that have been in battle knows that you go to battle to win. You don't go in to say, well, maybe while I'm fighting, there'll be a ceasefire, there'll be a truce. No, you go in to accomplish a mission and get it done so that you're safe and that your family's safe and your, you know, your loved ones, your, everybody's safe and doesn't, don't have to worry about these, these, uh, people. But, um, when, uh, when this all comes down to the, um, 
the battle uh, for the seven years worth of battle, actually. Um, it's it's going to be nuts. It really is. It's um, you, were, you were talking about AI the other day, Brian, um, on, online here. And, um, and I, I was reminded of some guy that said, yeah, you know, when things get bad, I'm going to go up into the hills. You know, and I'm like, I'm like, okay, so you're going to fight. What did I write to him? I said, you're going to fight a, a 21st century war using 20th century tactics. That's not going to work because they're going to have satellites that can spot anything and anybody. They're going to have AI that knows mm-hmm. everything you've done, everything you like, everything you don't like, and it knows that you've talked about bugging out when this stuff happens. And you've probably told somebody where it's going to go, and it probably knows where that is. So running away is not going to do any good whatsoever. It might buy a few days while you run, but when you get to where you're going, they might even be sitting there waiting for you. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, so I think it's it's imperative that people have their their act together when it comes to knowing Yahweh and Yeshua, and um, and knowing that what their future holds. You know, when I when I read stories about the um, the people that were uh, the Christians that were thrown into the uh, the circus, the, uh, the the Colosseum, and they were torn apart by uh, lions or gladiators or whatever. And I, it, one of the things that drove Nero crazy is that when he'd go down and look at the bodies, they all had smiles or looks of a contentment on their face, like mm-hmm. hey, you know, kind of like we do on Fridays at work, you know, yeah. it's over, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. And, and and they're they're happy that and I'm sure that each one of them saw the Lord as they were dying. You know, I'm positive of it. As as a reassurance, you know, that hey, what you're going through right now, it's just gonna take a couple of minutes and then you'll be with me forever. And um so that's the attitude we have to have. And the only way you can get that attitude is to know Yeshua personally. Uh, because when you know him personally, you know the Father. Yeah. And and when you know the son and the father and you realize that you're adopted by the son and the father, then, you know, what, what can really happen to you? It's a win-win situation. If uh, people decide to leave you alone, you win. If people decide to take your life, you win because you go forever, eternity. It's, uh, believe me, I've thought about it a lot. <laughs> and, uh, and, and it doesn't, doesn't bother me much anymore. Um, it used to bother me, you know, being younger and thinking, oh, well, you know, I, get my head chopped off or something like that. And, but I'm like, yeah, but that's just a transitory thing, a momentary thing, you know, mm-hmm. that you're in, in the hands of the Lord and that's all that matters. And we are in his hands even when that's going on. So it's, mm-hmm. yeah. it's a win, win, win situation, right? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. So it's, 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 a, it's nice knowing that there's more than what we are experiencing now right. in life. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think about um, when I was reading Revelation today, it, it calls the people of that time, those that dwell upon the earth. Right. And it, at one point, um, hailstorm hits, 100-pound hailstones, which is basically the size of a bag of concrete traveling at 200 miles an hour out of the sky. Mm-hmm. And just pulverizing the earth, and it says in this passage that that man or mankind refused to repent of their sorcery, their right. fornication, their adultery, their wickedness, and it says they refused to repent. 
Mm -hmm. and, and and they they also it alludes to this. It actually says it. They know where it's coming from. They know it's coming from God. Right. But they refuse to repent. Mm -hmm. That's a depraved mind. That is a hard, hard, hard heart. Right. That you see all this going around you, going on. You know it's supernatural. It's that a super being is judging you for sin, but you refuse to say you're sorry and repent. Right. And that's kind of what's going on right now. Um, in the church world where we, you and I live, Dave, a lot of churches aren't talking about, they're, they're just talking about stuff they normally talk about. They're not going into any of the stuff we're talking about. Uh -huh. Nothing. They're not warning that they're not warning their own congregation about what's going on in the world. They don't right. want to get political. They want to see in the scriptures. I understand that. But mm -hmm. when you've got, you know, Russia invading Ukraine, threatening nuclear weapons, hypersonic missiles, China threatening Taiwan and Japan. They built a new carrier fleet. You got all this stuff going on and the church refuses to talk about it. Right. I think that's a shame. I think it's a sin, in my mm -hmm. opinion. Right. Um, because we're taught, we're told in Timothy that those who are looking for his appearing will receive a crown of righteousness. Mm -hmm. Well, a lot of people don't know that verse because it's never been taught to them. And they don't know they're supposed to be looking like you and I are up on the times and what's going on. Right. A lot of people aren't. They have their head in the sand. And I'm talking about believers, Christians, and pastors. Mm -hmm. It's a shame because we're living in times that are unbelievable. And right. Jesus talked about this in Matthew 24 and Luke, he talked about it. And it's actually happening now. It's been happening uh -huh. for a long time, but it's increasing is what I'm saying. Right. And things are happening in the world that have never happened before. Mm -hmm. And we're living in these times and people need to know they have a hope. They right. need to know there's more than just this world. Mm -hmm. I think it's, uh, I can't remember the passage, if it's Hebrews or Ephesians, but it says the things that are seen are temporary. The right. things that are unseen are eternal. Mm -hmm. And it's so true. Um, everything around us is going to pass away, but his word will never pass away. It says right. we will be with him forever and ever. Mm -hmm. That's reality. That's mm -hmm. actual reality. And a lot of believers that I talk to, not a lot, but some, quite a few, their response to me when I say, man, looks like the Lord's, you know, the tribulation is going to start. The Lord's going to come back. Yeah, but we need to occupy now. Exactly. And I said, well, I'm alive. I guess I'm occupying, but I'm looking for <laughs> yeah. him to return because we're commanded in Scripture to do that. Exactly. You know? So anyway, I'm just belaying the point. I've talked about this before, but. It's just hard to watch the churches and the believers with their head in the sand. It is buried in the sand. Yeah. You know. I anyway, agree. that's it. Yeah. Well, you know what? Um, since we're on this uh, subject of churches, what, what always astounds me is that, um, you know, I was attending a Baptist church for a while and, and got to get saved, got to get saved. But, I don't think I've ever attended a meeting or a service where they explain why you have to get saved. You know, what is, what are you being saved from? You know, 
what, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, I, I could walk up to say some, somebody say, Hey, you know, you got to know Jesus and get saved. But, but I'd have to tell them, well, you know, here's your condition. You know, you're, we're, we're all yeah. sinners and, and everything else. And, uh, God doesn't like that. And, but he's offering a way out and, and things like that, you know, but it's just, Oh, we got to get them saved. We got, and it's like, it's, I know it's frustrating. It really is. It's, it's really frustrating. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. The church is, is, is sort of yeah. sick, you know, it needs, yeah. it needs a touch from the Lord it needs to be healed up and, I know. um, and it will be before we're taken out of here. I'm sure of it. Yeah. But, um, and I think a lot of it's going to come through adversity, you know, going through hard times and, um, you know, because you look at the churches like in the church in China, look how big that is. And That's those huge. people are strong believers, you know? Yeah. Uh, the church in the Muslim world, you know, they're under a lot of um, adversity from the Muslims. and But they're a strong church. Mm-hmm. Many of the churches in Africa, you know, they got Muslims trying to mm-hmm. kill them there too. And they're, you know, they're very strong believers. And, and you know, I, I kind of get embarrassed when when uh, we have visitors sometimes at church that come from foreign lands and I'm like, these people that you're sitting around here, guy, you know, they know nothing about what, what, what problems are and what, uh, you know, fearing for your life every night and wondering if this is going to be the night that they come drag me out of my house and kill me, you know? And when you have to live like that and, and Yahweh's Yeshua is the only one that you can depend on, then, you know, a lot of things have. Remember a book called uh, "Like a Rushing Wind." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now that guy was he's in Indonesia, I think, and this was back in the '60s, if I'm not mistaken. And um, he he was a native from down in Indonesia, and uh, they, he got he got saved from his sin, um, and 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 offered eternal life. But he um, he and a bunch of others, you know, they were constantly under pressure from native tribes and everything else. And, and some of the things that happened, people getting healed, they walked across the river on top of the water to get away from people that were pursuing him. And actually that caused the people that were pursuing him to get saved. It was like, we've never wow. seen anything like this before. Come back and tell us why you were able to do that. Yeah. You know, it was, it was amazing. Some of the stuff yeah. that happened and it's all because they were oppressed. Like yeah, yeah, you're oppressed and 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 everything else, and and uh, they had to lean on Yeshua all the time, and I think that that's the uh, that's the deal breaker right there, the deal maker actually I should say, mm-hmm. is when you have to trust him with everything, and, I know. Uh, and unfortunately, and I know I'm, I'm thankful for the blessings that we've received in this country, you know I really am, but. The blessings can be a curse sometimes because it causes people to to uh, to walk away, to fall away, you know. And I'm not saying that the bless all the blessings that or all the things that we have come from God, of course. But I'm saying that um, the things that distract us, like we talked about the other day, um, those are you know, their cell phones are, are, are wonderful. I love them, but they're distractions. Yeah. They're, are they a blessing or are they a curse? You know, uh, yeah. I mean, when you see people walking down the street, not looking where they're going and crossing streets without even looking, it's like, that's, you know, that's going to kill you guy. If you keep doing that, uh, yeah. you know, and, and, you know, and, and texting while they're driving. Oh my goodness. 
it's crazy up here with that. And, and just all the, the things that go on, you know, and, and you know, it's, it's funny because um, I, I know a bunch of kids that like to play games and, and it seems like they're always in front of their computers playing games, you know, and I'm like, boy, you know, Lord, if one little electromagnetic pulse would just ruin a lot of lives, you know, oh, yeah. these, these people, this, uh, our generation would probably make it okay. But um, the generations that followed us, they've grown up with computers. They've grown up with cell phones. They've grown up with, cal- well, we had calculators, but um, anyway, it's, uh, it's going to be a sad state of affairs when, uh, when those things aren't available anymore, you know, and it's, it's maybe coming soon, actually. Oops. I know. I know. Well, Brian, what do you think? Yeah, I think I'll call a night. I'm a little tired. I yeah, get too. All righty. So, it was a good show, though. It was really good. Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, Folks, we hope you enjoyed it, too. And yeah, uh, yeah, got something out of it. it. Yeah. And our one detractor is probably going to post something about it, but that's okay. <laughs> I've learned <laughs> to live with him. <laughs> yeah. And Mark and Hughes. Everybody's got one. Yeah, right? All right, fun. folks. Well, thank you so much. Um, Brian, thank you. And uh, everybody be blessed. And uh, until we meet again, probably Monday night. And um, we'll see you then. So good night, Brian. Good night, Dean. Good night, audience. Good night, audience. Thank <laughs> you.